Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every Bare Naked Lady song from seven to I. And joining me tonight are my friends. I, because we love to. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made that joke before? No. <laughs> nope, it's different every week. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. Sorry, Jason. And joining me tonight are my friends Heidi and Tyler. Hello, everybody. Hi. Yay. And I'm looking up this week's song on iHeartRadio, but I I forgot what what is our passcode? Do you guys know the passcode to iHeart? Oh, our passcode is seven eight nine. Uh, oh, I see it. I I was like, I don't love the I don't I, love I, this pun because it doesn't make sense. But I, with the the iHeart thing tied it together, yeah. Tracy, I thought you did this at the end yeah. of the show, leading into the next one, not for the current episode. Oh no, I do one <laughs> whenever I can. You kidding me? Anytime you can do a pun. I mean, I'm having trouble recording though. What are the buttons that make it start? Um, Tracy, I'm gonna give you a beating. Thump 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 thump. <laughs> beating. <laughs> so if you haven't picked up on it the song that we're discussing this week is passcode written by kevin and on the album silver ball yeah from 2015 Mm. i'm back for silver ball baby you haven't had me for a while i was doing some born on a pirate ship tunes but i'm back I do love the bulbs. <laughs> so if you haven't heard this one before, here is a quick snippet. Cause you know the passcode to my heart. You push the buttons and make it start beating. 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 Like a carnival drum. Or like the midday sun. So, snippet, snippet, good. That would be thriller. This is the Kevin Hearn Muppet <laughs> song for me. Like Ed has a Ed has a Muppet song in my head, and now this is Kevin's Muppet song. This is Kevin's. Muppet it's where song. I just kind of bounce like a Muppet because I love this song. Yep. I just love this song so much. I know you're a um, Silver Ball fan, Tracy, but. I love this. This is one of the songs, not to give it away too early, that I enjoy off from Silverball. I just love it. Matter of fact, I my, one of my notes for this week is this should have been the single off from this album rather than the titular song of Silverball. I agree. I agree 150%. That's a lot of percent. The that's a that's a um, lot of percent. Yeah, Silverball mm-hmm. is like a good late album, like like chill song. I I definitely like weird that it's a single. Um, I it, it's really mm. nice how the Kevin song and the Jim song on Silverball like really tie it together. And mm. agreed. And I I don't know if this is like a single because it's it's like it's poppy, but it's not like it's not like mainstream poppy, and it's not really a bare naked ladies like straightforward song but i think it's a canadian pop okay. type pop yeah. like i think this would have definitely hit the charts up in canada <laughs> it was described by the way on cryptic rock as a saccharized piano led gem that features the choppy rhythm celebratory melodies and vocal harmonies Bare Naked Ladies really knows how to touch the right corners in the heart of an indie pop music fan. Um, It has the stylistic sheen of any Belle and Sebastian song, like I'm a Cuckoo. Dance. You were 
dressed like a punk, but you were too young to remember. The bittersweet sentiments of a nightmare of you, Thunbelina. Sexual deviance, but Julian would never understand. And doesn't he know? But just because he's a painter and he loves you, it doesn't mean that he has got a and the car- carnivalesque predilection of Sufjan Stevens? Come on, feel the Illinois. In my inflation, entrepreneurial conditions take us to glory. I think about it now. I got, I got to check that out. Come on. Oh my gosh. You just gave me so much work for this week's edit. <laughs> and so he's combining Bell and Sebastian with Nightmare of You, Thumbelina, and Suf John Stevens, Come On, Feel the Illinois. I got to check those three songs out because I got to see if that's that holds true. Well, our listeners just did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty um, good quote, like pretty good find there. Did you find that fine? I did not. Ah, see? Um, I listened. I listened to the track by track discussion, mm-hmm. and like Tyler, it was funny. Tyler really loves the piano and guitar. You're right. I did that. That they're doing, <laughs> and Kevin really likes Tyler's drums. Well, and Tyler, <laughs> there's an interview that they did for uh, Bare Naked Ladies fans. Um, and Tyler talks about silver ball because, um, Kevin had just come back from a tongue surgery. Um, and so he'd been through some rough stuff. And so Tyler was really, it was mostly with Tyler just talking about how nice it was to have Kevin back and he was doing great. Um, but I wonder if that was his second cancer. I think it was, um, but he's the, his drum solo, Tyler's drum solo at the end of Pasco is pretty impressive. And especially one of the highlights of the song. Yeah. I love it. And and Tyler said that that song, Kevin was like, why don't you do a little drum solo at the end? It's kind of a swing song. Kevin said he envisions Tony Bennett singing that song. That mm-hmm. swing big band is in there. And I was thankful for Kev saying, hey, Ty, why don't you do a little solo there? I was like, OK, I will do what I can. So I, I <laughs> Tyler just is such a happy guy. <laughs> well, like and such I, a happy and guy. The tra- and on the track by track, Tyler also gives, I mean, credit. Uh, Kevin also gives Tyler credit because he says that one day when they were recording this, it wasn't quite coming together. It, it was a very different feel. Like you said, it was a Tony Bennett type feel. And just before they started recording, Tyler came in and played for Kevin something that Kevin had never heard before somehow, what ELO's Mr. Blue Sky. favorite songs Wait. ever and so i totally get Wait, it yeah you're telling me yeah it totally you're telling makes me sense. kevin hearn is not is, is not a is not an elo fan i i was shocked i mean who is not first of all who has not heard mr blue sky second of all well, the opening of mr blue sky is almost exactly the same as past well that's well, no why. here's no because here's kevin heard it and he's like I've got to incorporate this. Dude, dude, dude. Except passcode would do well to add a cowbell. All I'm thinking. Here, here, no, here's what I need to say. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, no, um, Kevin, Kevin is just like not <laughs> he's just like not on the pop side of ELO, but but like he just wants those weird songs like telephone line and overture <laughs> eleven eight eighty four or yep. whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i just picked up an elo album the other day that i it is insane as a band director 
um, and as a an instrumental teacher, um, it's ELO playing um, a version of pictures at an exhibition by Mijerski. But if you don't know Modest Mijerski, it's a it's a suite of of song or it's a suite of of pieces that are inspired by works of art. And I have yet to listen to the album, but I bought it. I bought the vinyl. Going, I cannot wait to hear this. Speaking <laughs> of ELO, they branched out apparently. Kevin could like be in ELO, like his voice kind of matches up like that. Yeah, I, I especially in the background, I can totally see him doing a harmony in there. Here's here's my question: um, How many Kevin songs exist on Bare Naked Ladies records, not solo songs, before before this one on Silverball? Oh my god! Are, how, I don't know if there are any on Grinning Streak or or on All in Good Time, and I, so the only one I can think of from a mainstream BNL record is Hidden Sun at the end of Tonight Is the Night I Fell Asleep at the Wheel, which is brilliant. Yeah, but that's the only Kevin song I'm aware of, Ex- oh, except mm-hmm. for in Bare Naked Ladies Are Me, um, the one that Steven sings. Um, sound of your voice he wrote but he didn't sing it hmm. well and of course if you have the uh the uh swell snack time uh yeah i forgot about that um yeah i don't think so because most of the time he was doing the uh his work with um thin buckle and yeah so i don't know that's a really good question i don't believe there is one Oh wait, Born Human. So there's no songs by there's no songs on Maroon, but Born Human was written in the born in that time That's period. That's right. But it just didn't it did not make Maroon. That's not my favorite song of his though. Born <laughs> Human. I, I like Raised I, by I Wolves. On that song. I like the Thin Buckle version much better than the BNL yeah, version. Yeah, I, I agree. Um on Bare Naked Ladies Are Me, we have him writing Vanishing. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. And that's the only one on that. And he sings one. that um, one, too. He also co-wrote Adrift. Oh, and he, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. sings on Adrift, too, yeah. But now, as, um, as later albums are coming out, he's getting so much more. Oh, he's getting much put. more. I, I thought, mean, yeah, I, detoured um, I thought to started off a few. On Bare Naked Ladies Are Men, he started off the album. That's with Serendipity. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, da, 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 I'm trying to hear these in my head as I go down through them. Another spin is later on the album. Um, and then when we go, we oh, whoops, I forgot everything to everyone. Um, I don't, I don't think, think he has any songs on that, though. I don't think he does. Like I'm going through it. I don't see any that are Kevin on everything to everyone. Um, and then of course he has quite a few on all in good time because that's when he started to take more of a, a front role. Um, I want to say, I can't read these cause they're so, the writing is so small. Um, it was just interesting for me because so, I kind of skipped those kind of middle couple albums in my Bare Naked Ladies listening. So this is one of the mm-hmm. first songs that I ever heard that was like, this is a Kevin Hearn song. Oh, yeah. Oh, and and yeah. it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, well, it does feel Kevin-y. But it also like, I don't know, I guess after Steven left the group, he became the more cerebral one. And this is a slightly more just kind of straightforward poppy song. So well, and it's a straightforward love song, as they said on the track by track. Like they don't <laughs> Tyler goes, we don't have any straightforward love songs. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about the the theme of this? I guess we don't necessarily have to jump into talking about the lyrics, but the theme of the song being like your phone passcode and like <laughs> <laughs> technology. <laughs> Well, I mean, we got a kind of a technology theme going on this album anyways. So I, I guess yeah, that kind of duct tape, goes. cell phones, pinball machines. Yeah. <laughs> Baking cakes. <laughs> Baking cakes, not easy. No, it's not. 
<laughs> we'll discuss that in two weeks. Um, I I find it interesting that we have this song on the same album that we have Kevin's other song, Toe to Toe, which is a very unharmonious song in terms of the lyrics mm. um, and what's going on versus this is a very happy, upbeat love song. And then like only three songs later, we have him talking ha- about having a big marital discord. Mm. But it did say he, he did state that he had been working on this song for quite some time and had just come back to it. So, you know, maybe he wrote it back in all good time period of time but it wasn't the time for this straightforward love song (laughs) or maybe it was but now now that time's gone past which is what leads us to toe to toe but he still has this song he really loves to do and wanted to make it happen um the the best kevin song is probably township of king though Ooh, that oh We'll have I'll have to listen to it and and compare. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue because there are times I would agree with that. Um, I I will have to when I come back to Township of King get a, give a rating for that one and compare it to this one. Um, but I have to say this one this one was really up there this week. Um, and I would have to say that prior to the current the prior to uh fake nudes this was one of those songs that was the kevin song for the tour um so since this song came out it's been played 70 times out of 264 shows including the the fake nudes tour although i I feel Um, like when they were doing their their tour after the after the persuasions record he would do don't shuffle me back which is another kevin song that i really like but this one, you, you had a, if you went to a concert prior to COVID, you had a 26% chance of hearing this song live. Like, that's a pretty good chance considering their, the depth of their uh, catalog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, they just got done playing it last year in November 13th, in to- 2021. Like, it's still one that he likes to go back to. I still haven't. I still haven't seen Jim do narrow streets live though. I'm going to get it one day. Mm. Oh, please, please. <laughs> I yes. like that one too. <laughs> um, also they did this at, on the selfie cam jam. That's right. Mm-hmm. I did watch it and today too. Oh, I, w- I should have watched that. It's, it's Tracy's fault. He didn't send me any prep materials. Sorry. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you can cut that Tracy. I really didn't mean to guilt you. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, usually I'm right on top of that. I send everything. On. You cannot find the Red Rocks version online, though. Really? Yeah, you, that's true. Yeah, it's really, really weird because there are other other Red Rocks songs you can. This one, for whatever reason, you cannot. <laughs> um, although I listened to it this week, and it has an amazing drum fill by Tyler, of course, at the so end. So good. Mm-hmm. So, so you, um, you can't find this one on on anywhere on the internet? I couldn't for for the Red Rocks version. Why could that be now? <laughs> nice, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> the selfie cam jam one is probably one of the few selfie cam jams that I really enjoy watching. Like they are having so much fun with playing this, and it's such a happy song that it's. And it's done really well. Like it's one of those selfie cam jams that they had been doing that version for long enough that they could easily bust it out and make it sound good. And now is it one of the ones where like Kevin's doing multiple things in the track? And so you get like, <laughs> no, it's oh. actually, he's pretty much just on piano on it. Yeah, okay. And he's he playing the Roland on this, I think. Yeah. 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 You can tell. <laughs> Do you want the breakdown? I do. Go ahead and give it to me. I would love the breakdown. It's a howdy breakdown. Uh, So this clocks in at about 168 beats per minute. It's very upbeat and very happy, which is why it's my Kevin Hearn Muppet son. Kevin, I adore you. Please come (laughs) on the show. Um, So it, the form is, is pretty simple. It starts with the verse, uh, verse, uh, pre-chorus, uh, which is the happy just to be alive with you by my side. 
Hey, and then the chorus is one line. You are the love of my life, which is the Punky Brewster song. And <laughs> verse two, and then another pre-chorus beating like a carnival drum. Then it, you get the chorus again, which is you are the love of my life. Then you get the bridge as the days go by. And then dissolve, 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 dissolve into pre-chorus one. And then you have the chorus again in the outro. Um, and that's, so it's pretty simple that way. Chord structure wise, it's not, it's pretty simple too. Um, mix, because it's a piano song and not a guitar song, it's a little bit more challenging to really nail down uh, the chord structure for this. But I have, let's see. It's got uh, like a C chord to an A minor chord to an E minor chord to an A minor chord to a C to a D minor to an F to a G. And it's interesting because what he does in his left hand, it's bum, 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 bum. So it follows that whole Mr. Blue Sky kind of opening. You get that. And my favorite part. Are the chords the same? They're pretty similar until you get to the chorus where he goes up to the five chord, five chord, one chord. He still includes uh, and he throws an F minor chord in there. So he switches it up a little bit. Um, and as the days go by in the bridge, he starts with a D minor chord. So he starts on a minor two, goes to a five, uh, goes to a three. So he shifts it around. Um, but it's it's not a four chord song. It is a one, two, three, like six, seven chord song. But my favorite chord of the whole song is the very last chord where he goes beating and it just yeah. it doesn't resolve, 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 resolve. <laughs> but it love it hangs you in that lounge act kind of chord at the end. Beating. And I just love that so much. Like, I'm so glad he chose to end on that. Sorry. What's that called when it's the opposite of a Picardy third? <laughs> oh, what is that? Uh, well, it's Picardy. Well, there's no opposite, really. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> does he go He uh, Does he go minor to major at the end, maybe? Beating. No, I think he goes. Hold on. Uh, it just seems like it ends on a sixth or something. It ends on. I'm not smart enough for this. I said the one music theory thing I know. Try to fake it. <laughs> but it, it it sounds different, but it doesn't sound it's, sour. No. It doesn't sound like it's off. No, it doesn't sound off. Um, it sounds jazzy. But he I goes, think. what I have is an F minor chord to a C. So that's a minor four, which is very unusual to the C, but then the C, and then you rate, he, I think he raises the third. I don't know. I haven't sat down and played it on the piano and I can't find the sheet music. I searched for sheet music for this um, so I could play it, but I couldn't find it. You know, I, I said it sounded jazzy. I want to correct that. It sounds Tony Bennett. <laughs> like that ending is a very Tony Bennett. Funny how I mentioned that earlier and now it's. <laughs> Well, it also when the, that when the piano solo comes in, it's very like, oh, yeah, like the piano solo of a little like jazzy tune starting. Yeah. Yeah. I just love it, though. I love everything about this song. I think it's one of Kevin's best. It makes me happy. It's my Heidi's happy playlist. My <laughs> spoken playlist, which is my husband and I's love song playlist. Do you know what one of the things is that I miss off the selfie cam jam is, though? It's the saxophone that we get on the original recording mm. perry white on that saxophone is amazing yeah I'll give i don't you that. care what superman says perry white plays saxophone i'm thinking Boy, and i, I just... can't think of where the saxophone is in the song <laughs> and i play saxophone i usually hear it <laughs> it's in the back it's very low in the mix but it's in there Beating like a carnival drum like the midday sun in the mix 
we we haven't talked about the the heartbeat at the at the beginning of this song because it comes so it, yes. the song kind of builds so we it's just the piano dun 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 and then when he says you heartbeat and then um, Tyler comes in with a thump the thump thump. You know the passcode to my heart. You push the buttons and make it start beating, beating. It's the Patrick Squeezy moment, Tyler. <laughs> you know what that means? <laughs> I know who Patrick, d- despite being uh, uh, one of those late millennial, early Gen Z people, I do in okay. fact know who Patrick Swayze is. Well, but you don't know him like a 48-year-old woman knows him. <laughs> Precisely. It's to say a woman that watched Dirty Dancing in the theater about a dozen times. And the <laughs> gagung. Gung, gung part with the heartbeat. Um, I love that heartbeat part so much. Beating, beating, I just love that. It's great. And and that's one of the things I was thinking about the song is like it it plays as if it could be tacky. Like having like a heartbeat motif mm-hmm. in a song is kind of a tacky move. Having like a song about a cell phone, incredibly tacky. But they pull they're pulling it off. Like it, it doesn't, it's just, it's just weird enough or just cool enough to actually work. I would say, I think what comes across is that Kevin is just being authentically Kevin in his upbeat positivity. And it comes through so much that the other band members also are being upbeat and positive. And so them being a little tacky and, and corny it play. It just works together with the. Happiness. God forbid, bare naked yeah. ladies be corny. <laughs> True. And I think that's the other piece is, even though it doesn't sound bare naked ladies, you, you touched on the important thing. It is corny enough and just funny enough and playing around with itself that I, that did not come out right. <laughs> um, and and. <laughs> <laughs> that it it absolutely feels bare naked ladies in the way that it's making fun of itself and and having fun with it. This is one that just kind of reminds me of their fun. Like there were some heavy songs post Steven mm-hmm. and All in Good Time and Grinning Streak and and I think this is one of the happier, uplifting, hey, it's a fun, happy song. And there's nothing wrong with a fun, happy song. Which is funny that we get it on this album, because I really, this song, I could have totally have seen on Grinning Streak. Yeah, Yeah. it kind of has that Gonna Walk vibe, yeah. Yeah, it does. And I do like Gonna Walk a whole lot, but... Matter of fact, if I were going to swap them out, if I could have, I would have taken Daydreaming off from mm. Grinning Streak and put this one in its place and put Daydreaming probably on Silverball um, just for the theme and the feel. I get that. I, I I can totally see that. Maybe I'll do that when we reorder the albums <laughs> because <Right. laughs> it, we, we know Kevin had been working on this song before, so... You know, had he just spent a little bit more time on it at that point, we might have we might have gotten it then. Yeah, I, I like how the song slowly introduces like the piano kind of gets doubled over. There's like a an a, a, an additional piano track going. And then when the when the first chorus hits, that's when the drumming like the snare drum actually hits. Mm. And then I guess you get the kind of guitar riffing. That's the same chords as the piano going over it. It's yeah, it's a. It's a clever mix. And we really Your haven't head, talked about Jim. Poor Jim. It's very much an earworm for me. Like, it's oh, yeah. been in my head all day. It's been in my head for about a week. And and even when I pulled in uh, to the driveway, when I got home, I was like, I kept mixing and mashing up Passcode and the theme to Punky, Punky Brewster. So it was this weird <laughs> 80s kid problem I was having. Well, no, I will put in the Punky Brewster part you're talking about right here. Now, Tyler. You may be lonely and then one day you're smiling again. It probably doesn't know. And then the Pasco part in right here. You are the love of 
but there is a distinct match between the (laughs) Hunky Brewster television show theme song and Passcode. Oh, note for note. Like, it is so close it's the it's the line <laughs> you are the love of my life that is evident in the punky brewster theme song i'm gonna screen so share they, just so we can oh. hear it because i do yes. want to hear it again i love me some punky brewster and no i have not seen the reboot i was always more into preppy bruce brewster uh, <laughs> so good gary portnoy oh my god i'm just waiting for it to burst out the cheers yeah, no kidding. Don't know. Seems you can't be sure of anything TV themes really did used to be better. They were so me up that the dad in that the adopted dad was Henry. The, the chief in uh in um uh, <laughs> police, police academy, academy. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you grew up watching funky brewster and then you got older and watched police academy you were like oh no <laughs> and so it's it's not That's- the main line it's not the main chorus line that sounds the same it's the notes coming it's the pre-chorus that sounds yeah. exactly the same leading up to it and i think the other part of it is the best the punky brewster theme is so upbeat and happy and just beaming of rainbows and that also speaks to the song <laughs> Yeah, the vibes of the song are just entirely similar, like just like the timbre of all the instruments. Yeah, and who didn't love Punky Brewster? Can we talk- I used to see it. A little bit. <laughs> so speaking of the lyrics. I love me some Punky Power. There's nothing wrong with loving Punky, punky power. power. Yeah. Um, kids wore mismatched rainbow socks for forever as a result, and we tied handkerchiefs around our knees because we wanted to be just like her. Um, Tyler, what are your thoughts on the lyrics? So we can move this show along. going to bump us over the lyrics. <laughs> Let's turn it um, around to the well, lyrics. No, the, one, the, the one thing I wanted to talk about with regards to the lyrics, other than the, the bridge, which has like uh, the, the, the clearly the Google lyrics don't know the words. So we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I, like, I like how the first verse and the second verse that he re- he repeats the the first line of the song. You know the passcode to my heart. You push the buttons that make it start beating. He takes it, but he puts it on the second half of the mm-hmm. second verse. So it's the same words, but over like the second like the second half of the chord yep. progression. So you get it like the same theme, but like on the resolve instead of on right. the intro. So it it circles it around in a, in a fun way. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. That's a really cool thematic idea to do. And it's not done very often in BNL music. No, and it should be. Uh, but it's on the tip of my tongue. Where another time, where where they do there it is though. another time they do it. <laughs> and I can't think of it either. Oh, um, oh, oh. I'm thinking of like an old apartment. How in like like the broken to the old apartment, but then at the end it comes around. But it's like right. it's like doesn't feel like they went back to the chorus, but it's the same words again. I'm looking at the lyrics on Google and I'm looking at the lyrics on the sheet. Oh yeah. Whoa. Way off. Google fix that. (laughs) Well, what about this thing? What about this thing where it changes from being about a phone passcode to being about a car? You turn the key that makes me drive. You make me feel alive inside. I, I, yeah, he's kind of mixing metaphors a little bit. (laughs) But it get, you get the point. I mean, I have a push yeah. start car. 
I mean, he does it <laughs> earlier that than that too when he starts talking about the the fact that she's sending him a message that makes him happy. Mm. Like back back when when that was written, you know. <laughs> but that's still like that's still like a text yeah, message. Yeah, but it's not like, a passcode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like if, if around a phone. <laughs> Well, and then you have beating like a carnival drum, beating like the midday sun. So, you know, he's he's kind of going all around the metaphors a little bit. So, yeah. So we get this bridge lyric, which I think is the offender here that we're talking yeah, about. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> the correct lyrics are as the days go by, there are more problems to solve. To solve. Yeah. That. But when you're around, they all they dissolve. All dissolve, dissolve. Yeah, you can, yeah. This is definitely wrong because you can't say all problems dissolve. But when you're around, they all dissolve. So yeah, right. <laughs> like, that can't yeah. be right. But that also, like, I like that. Like the fact that, like, yeah. Guess what? As life goes on, we come against more and more problems. But you being here next to me helps them to to re- dissolve. Instead of resolve, interesting choice there, Ty- uh, Kevin. Diesel, 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 diesel. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 fun to it's fun to find rhymes when you're writing a song. <laughs> you're like, oh, to solve, dissolve. Like, oh yeah, I think people won't get mad at me if I do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that that rhyme. I just would have gone with resolve instead of dissolve, but like all of a sudden he's taking chemicals to his woman. But no, he's taking chemicals to his problems, which is how you should face your problems. Oh, okay. Yeah, you face your problems with chemicals like lye and um, a little bit of bleach, um, especially for the floor. Um, Have I been watching a little bit too much you lately? Possibly. Yes. I was thinking about Breaking Breaking Bad. Bad, (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching a little bit too much crime crime stories at this point. (laughs) Too much Dexter. (laughs) <laughs> I know that the the lines are corny and I love them anyways. I know, me too. There's nothing wrong with corny. Like the beating like the carnival drum, like the midday sun, just like I don't know why it makes me so happy, but it does. <laughs> like the idea of the sun beating down on you should not make you happy, but at the same time it does. Better, better to have a midday sun than a hidden sun. Yes, definitely. Mm. And Isn't it the, interesting, though, that hidden sun was written in a very different time in Kevin Hearn's life. And this, he's mm. so much, so much stuff. Well, I, not really. Kevin? Because he did, both in both situations, he had just come back from a set of cancer treatments. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, he was really young at that point, and Hidden Sun was a very different thing. And now he has a daughter. And that's why I kind Mm. of feel like this is an homage to his daughter. Um, I I really do. 1999 is a very different time than 2015. (laughs) Yeah, very much. Especially for, again, yeah, he's coming back from cancer, but um, like the first time he seriously could have died. Um, and had treatments in place for him the second time that tended to work quicker and they knew how to approach it. But I'm talking about like he was single then, um, just kind of coping. He was just getting famous with 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 I mean, the band was hitting famous time um, around with stunt. And now this time he's older and reflecting. And I really think that this is. I don't know if it's a love letter to his former girlfriend or if it's more for his daughter. And I like to think it's for his daughter. Um, I would, I think maybe it started out for his daughter, but then it was kind of rewritten to be more of a uh, love song after that because of the line about the message. Uh, mm-hmm. You send a message that makes me so happy. Like, I don't know if if his daughter like his daughter doesn't have the capability of that unless he's using very metaphorical language. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying there too. I think it was like originally about his brother, but then it changed it out to be like about a relationship. No, I'm thinking of the wrong <laughs> song. Sorry. 
the most cliche line in this whole so- song of very cliche lines. You are the love of my life. That is a very 80s cliche. It's a, it's a strong statement. <laughs> yeah. However, it really works here. I don't dislike it. Normally, I hate those cliche lines like that. And I I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why does it have to be like apologetic that we enjoy something so light and wonderful? I don't know. <laughs> Because it's it's almost surprising that uh, a song that the Bare Naked Ladies released in 2015 is this good. Wow! Ouch! <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not saying that to be controversial. I'm saying that deep down inside we know. I'm saying deep down there's a thing there. No, no one on this earth could be more attached to the album Silver Ball sure. than me. You're talking to a to a, a, a young person who was 17 years old driving around in the, the, the prime of my, my freedom. I can drive in my own car. And what were the CDs I had in that car? Silver ball. <laughs> and, um, hold on. I got to go get and my cane turn, and turn, my turn blue by the black keys. Those were the albums I was listening. And, um, Lazaretto by Jack white. I got to go get my Walker. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make any of us feel old just now. Wow. I, well, it's funny because I gave us I, I gave a talk today. Uh, it there's a group on campus and they invited me to come speak at a luncheon. Um, and you kind of tell your story. And I had thrown in there about our Bare Naked ABCs podcast. And boy, they were really excited to hear about that. And I said, Yeah, you know, ever since like it was like 92 93 and my friend handed me gordon and like i never went back and i was like that so yeah that was uh that tyler i appreciate it so i want to read to you but we might get more fans now that would be wonderful (laughs) um i want to read to you aaron's review before we get everyone else's review um so here is Aaron's statements. So he <laughs> says, Passcode is an interesting song. I had it spoiled for me, so I know that it's from Silverball, but I don't think I would have guessed it. One reason being that I tend to give that album a hard time, and I really like this song. And the other being it is a Kevin song. While discussing this song with Tracy, I told him that it would sound right at home with a sitcom about robots. And he brought up Small Wonder, (laughs) a very cheesy, very 80s sitcom about a family of robotic engineers who creates a robot in the form of a little girl. And then the family tries to convince the neighborhood that she is an adopted child. It's exactly what it sounds like. By the way, this is Tracy speaking at this point. It, it, it is a very cringy show if you go back and watch it. As, as a kid of the 80s, it's like you, you watched it and you didn't realize exactly how cringe it is that this man made a tiny girl robot to be the slave and made for the family. It, it, it doesn't age well. Um, but the, speaking of which, I want to show you, since Aaron said that, this wonderful video for this week. Push I used to watch this show re- like religiously. I was 10, 11. I, I yeah, I remember it being 10 years old as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my God, it's the 80s thing where they smile at the camera. Oh my God. (laughs) That kid, yeah. Oh my God. I forgot that shows actually did this, like genuinely. (laughs) (laughs) They put like so little effort into this though. Like, dude, she's my age. I do like how the you are the love of my life. It it kind of like you could isolate just that. And that could be like the getting back from commercial, like just that sting. Exactly. That show ran for 96 episodes. 
Tracy, I as someone as someone who had, has studied classics, um, I appreciate your reading of Small Wonder as Pygmalion, <laughs> and I think we need to do a, a deeper oh, dive yes. into the the themes of the themes of Pygmalion in Small Wonder. That that'll definitely be my next 20 page paper <laughs> that I write. <laughs> I do not recommend anyone go back and watch small wonder. It is so oh, not only is boy. the writing really cringy, but the acting is so entirely horrible. Like it's a good thing that the little girl was acting to be a robot because otherwise robotic would have been the word I would use to describe every actor on that show. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> Plot twist, they're, they're all, all robots. That, so that's they're why. all robots. Wait, we're all robots. Um, so so to go back to Aaron's statements. Um, well, Tracy, of course, never to let a joke go unmade, sent me the footage from the opening and closing credits of Small Wonder with passcode playing over it. And it turns out I was very, very right. If I hadn't seen the show as a kid and remembered the original theme song, I could easily have believed that this was the original unedited opening. So kudos, Tracy. Well done. The verse section is a little They Might Be Giants-ish. Obligatory mm. TMG reference for Aaron. Everyone take a shot. I was going to say. <laughs> Which, of course, appeals to me. There is some great keyboard work from Kevin, including a wonderful piano solo and some great drum work from Tyler especially on the selfie cam jam version. It's one of those happy songs that I really like. So I don't know, maybe take another shot. If you're a bare naked ABC's drinking game includes Aaron actually liking a happy song. <laughs> it is a somewhat jazzy upbeat rock ballad with rock with robot electronic theme. How could I not love it? It's just so unabashedly positive and romantic and happy and sincere. And it's catchy and well-written. It's just bordering on cheesy, but at least for me, it succeeds wildly. I would definitely include this song on my best of playlist. So Kevin, we know you listen. Please come on the show. Well done, sir. Hats off to you. <laughs> I had wholeheartedly, see what I did there, I wholeheartedly award passcode 3.5 whatevers out of five. Oh, and just to give people one more reason to take a shot, if there wasn't enough bare naked ABC drinking game out there, there it is now. I'm going to make an obscure reference. It was Tracy who brought up Small Wonder, but I was originally thinking of Heartbeeps, the 1981 romantic sci-fi comedy in which Andy Kaufman and Bernadette Peter play robots who fall in love. So if anyone wants to look up that one and wants to one-up Tracy, make a music video and send it to the show and show us what you've got. Oh, wow. my Thank goodness. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> they really made movies in the 80s. They did. They they made oh, my gosh. If you have movies. not seen this movie, I looked it up before while we were waiting that's when you came on tyler and i was watching and i'm like oh my gosh this is exactly what you would think if i told you that bernadette peters and and andy kaufman did a robots movie that was a rom-com i have to go out and watch this <laughs> gravy gravy so we know what aaron thinks of this song why don't we discuss what we think of this song? I'm going to recommend that we give this song how many heartbeats do you give this song? Pretty, pretty clever. Mm, that is clever. We, we could give it problems to solve. <laughs> I love it. How many problems to solve? I like it, actually. We're going with that. And so the more start, the more problems to solve you get it, give it the better the song it is because it can solve more of your problems. Yeah. Exactly. Not to mention that now Google's going to mess up our our rating system on its <laughs> spreadsheet. <laughs> so Heidi, do you want to start us off this week and give sure. us how many problems to solve? Sure. This for me is just happy Kevin, which makes me happy, which. I'm going to give it a, I love, I just love it. I love it, love it. It's not on the, I mean, again, you can't compare 
some songs to other songs because there's no way you can get up to the level of of convention ears or in the car or break your heart or call an answer. Like there's those lists, but I'm going to give this a five because wow. this song to me for being simple and wonderful as it is, it just makes me happy no matter how many times I've heard it. And for that, it deserves that from me. It's a Heidi happy song in my top 10 Heidi happy BNL songs. So that. Wow. That is an excellent rating. Tyler. That is. I mean, I'm going to make you have to follow that one up. Oh, thanks. No. Yeah. No. Tracy has the last word. That's fair. (laughs) Um, The the last thing, and I just want to say this because I know after I give my rating, it's going to, it's, it's not in my hands anymore. We have not discussed what is the passcode to Kevin's heart. Is it six, nine, (laughs) six, nine. What numbers do you have to push to get in there? I think it's one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> what do you mean? That's the that's the sort of combination that an idiot would have on his matched luggage. <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna have to change my luggage combination. Um, Heidi, do you have a thought on what pass, Kevin's passcode is? Kevin would probably keep it simple, or he'd do like something like a one, four, five, one, like a progression thing. <laughs> Do the progression of the <laughs> oh, song. I like that. That's clever. That. Wait, does he does does he even yeah. have numbers? Like, does Kevin have an iPhone or does he have one of those Androids where you have to like draw a shape out on the lines? I have an Android and I have numbers. Oh, I think I think he would go with the face and and he would go with the pattern like you said, and it would be Havana's face. Hmm. <laughs> or or maybe it would be Havana, but in numerical code. That's a lot of zeros and ones. I'm putting my vote in for 6969 because <laughs> that's the only true passcode <laughs> that anyone ever needs. Um, <laughs> um, what a lovely eight, sentiment. 8008. <laughs> um, Wait, five. no. 80005, right. <laughs> no, 80058. <laughs> Oh, oh, eight, five. <laughs> you know I can't what that believe means? I'm having this discussion. I, I, I prefer, right? I I prefer mean, five, three, one, eight, zero, zero, eight myself. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> anyway, right. so, you know, <sighs> I also love this song and I love Silver Ball. I didn't say it, but when I, I before I, before I joined the Zoom, I was doing dishes and that took me like, eight to nine minutes. And so I listened to the song like three or four times in a row while, while I was doing dishes and it did not get on my nerves. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I was, you know, I didn't know Heidi was going to go strong with the five. I was hovering around the, the 4.3 region, but I'll give it a, it I'll give it a 4.5. That happy. 4. It makes 5. me that happy. It makes me happy. <laughs> and I'll, yeah, just because just because Kevin, like, he deserves a song that high. Yes, oh, he yeah. does. He does. Granted, Hidden Sun is like up there for me too. So it's an amazing song, but it's not happy like this one. No, like, this would be. You said it's your Muppet song, and not only that, I could see. You know how like Weezer has done Muppet songs, and Ben Folds has done Muppet songs. This should be Kevin's Muppet song. Like, yeah, this totally it would be the Muppets like bouncing and singing. Yeah, B is the perfect vibe for the Muppets too, and and not in like a not in like an ironic way. Like they like they get it, and they're the yeah. right level of fame so, for where the Muppets are now too. So we know, like, yeah, we're seven years late, guys. But you need to make a Muppets video of this song. It's a requirement. So, uh, Stefan. Tell me what you thought of Passcode. If you've seen like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you know, the introduction song, I don't know what it's called, but it's got like that solid dun, 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 you know, that kind of beat. I think it's got a very similar beat to that. And um, very simple, very straightforward. I kind of like the song because uh because i liked uh the instrumental aspect of it it's like a, it seemed to uh be a good song i liked it quite a bit cool <laughs> i wish yeah, i could he, embellish a little bit more on it but Kevin, 
So right. yes, um, that simple beat. You can't. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky was a successful song, so you can't really argue uh, about that. It was pretty good. <laughs> so, um, for, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to rank that one. Hmm, what am I going to rank it? Uh, it's fairly high, so I'm going to say like a three point eight. So I I love this song. I really do. Um, it is definitely on my playlist to begin with. Um, I, I've been going through going, well, do I like it more than this? Do I like it more than that? And I think I finally, over the week, have found my happy medium of where it is, depending on the day. It does not get old ever for me. I absolutely love listening to this song um, and singing along with it. And it's just so upbeat. Um, I'm going to give this a 4.53. Whoa. That puts it that puts it just below long while because I do like me some some irony in my song so like long while just inches it out that's that's impressive I'll give you that yeah sure I didn't know we were going to three significant figures at this point well well I mean we're on song number 197 at some point I gotta start breaking it down into the hundreds. breakdown go ahead and give it to me <laughs> No, that was earlier. Oh, we, sorry, we did sorry. That. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Um, the, the time right now is for the appearance. Um, and this week's appearance is something that really brought me happiness and brought a smile to my face, which was a video that Kevin put online of him singing Summer in Siam by the Pogues. Oh, my God. But he was singing it to Havana, who was right next to him. And the happiness. I saw that on his Facebook page. Yeah. Like her enjoyment of the song and his singing just, it mm-hmm. melted my heart. And so like that is the appearance for this week. It has to be. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be. That's we, need to, we need to start tweeting at Kevin to cover the Punky Brewster song. <laughs> you every Oh my time gosh, that would be perfect. <laughs> please, please do it, Kevin. Kevin, we know you love you. We know you listen. We love you. Please come on the show and cover Punky Brewster. <laughs> right, please. We would really appreciate it. And Jim, we would love it if you came on the show and covered one of your songs. I don't know. Um, I'm randomly thinking of one off the top of my head right now. I'm going to go with Peterborough and the Quartz. Oh, I like that song. Uh-huh. I think that matter of fact, if he could come on next week and cover that, that'd be perfect that would be amazing. because that's, that's our song for next week. Well, and do you know what? I live right close to Peterborough, which is a town spelled the same way, which is the next town over from me. Yeah. Nice. Bro. I don't think they have any Kawartha's though. No, I, I don't think so. But I've always liked that song too. That's kind of a regional thing. <laughs> it is a regional thing. I guess. Um, right. Apples. Jim, come down to Peterborough and sing Peterborough and the Fourth. Prunes and plums. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Tyler. I see what you did. I just said words from the song. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tyler. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Thank you, Tracy and Heidi. Um, I love to talk about Bare Naked Ladies, and I love to catch up with you guys every once in a while. So I I appreciate you having me. Um, As always, I need to plug my podcast that I do with my sister called Wildcat Minute, where we cover the high school musical series one minute at a time. We are currently 54 minutes into High School Musical 2. It is fabulous. You can bet on it, et cetera, et cetera, all the High School Musical jokes you could possibly make. If you want to find that, search up the Amateur Nerds podcast feed in your local podcast app or just search up Wildcat Minute or my name. I don't know. That could work or not. Probably not. High School Musical, it's great, but not as great as BNL. <laughs> Well, very few things are better than BNL. I was going to say like pizza, sure. but then that would just be cruel. Yeah, that's just cruel. Yeah. Yeah. But not a cheap pizza. That's cruel. No. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. That was pretty awesome, but still not better than BNL. 
No, no. It's- Except for when B&L was on it. Then it was right. That, right. That was right there. But- All right, y'all. On that note. <laughs> but I'm It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.